Hello everybody, I am Lucia Matuonto and welcome to the Relatable Voice podcast, a talk show where my guests and I talk about relatable everyday situations, books, and the environment we live in. Remember to subscribe and follow the podcast on social media so you can be notified when a new episode is available. Let's begin. Hello, listeners. Welcome back to the Relatable Voice. On today's adventure, we are headed to the East Coast in New Hampshire to speak with Rachel Merrill. Rachel is a certified holistic life coach, singer, and author. Her new book entitled, I Sang Anyway, a stepmom's spiritual memoir of healing is out now. So Rachel, I'm super happy to have you here. Welcome to the Relatable Voice. Thank you. It's my joy and honor to be with you on International Women's Day, Lucia. How perfect. Because my book is about empowering women. And I just want to celebrate women on International Women's Day, this day that we're recording. So thank you for having me. Yes, you're welcome. And yes, that's very important. And I didn't know that today would be the International Women's Day. That's a good sign. Yes, very good sign. So, Rachel, I'm delighted to say you are the first singer on our podcast. Oh, wow. That's amazing. I love it. Yes. So how would you describe your music and singing style? Yeah, so I have always, well, since I was uh, 12 years old, I grew up thinking that I would one day become a famous pop star. I'm dating myself a little bit, but I wanted to be like the next Britney Spears or the next Christina Aguilera. I thought this is my destiny. I just know I'm meant for this. And that dream didn't quite work out the way that I thought it would. Um, I'm not a pop singer. However, I have done a lot of covers in the past of like Alicia Keys, very soulful music. I have sung uh, the Chicks back when they used to be called the Dixie Chicks. And I have uh, written a couple of original songs. I also write song grams. So for special occasions, if someone would like to hire me to write a song for someone that they love, then I can do that for them. Um, I have that on my website, rachelmerrill.me. So if anyone listening is interested in more than just my book and they want to, to hire me for a song, Graham, that is a possibility. It's a lot of fun. Wow, that's nice. So you also compose. You are a composer. Yes. And actually one of my goals is to create an EP. Um, I didn't used to know what that meant before I learn more about the um, music language, but it means extended play. And basically it is uh, shorter than a traditional album. So it is more than just a single song. It's, it's several songs. And I am excited that I, I will be writing more songs and recording. I'm very excited to bring music back more into my life. Um, my book is really a lot about 
grieving, but also becoming joy. So even though a lot of traumatic things happened to me, as you can read about in I Say Anyway, you can still choose joy. And that doesn't mean that you have to be happy all the time, but you can choose joy despite what happened in the past. Yes. And I see that you started writing and singing at a young age. So Rachel, how and why did you first get started? Well, actually the, the beginning of writing and singing came from some darkness. And so, um, I'm, I love singing. I love writing. There's some of my greatest joys of life, but it, 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 it also actually started um, because, well, two reasons. One feels good and one doesn't feel so good. Uh, the good is that my mother is very musical. I grew up in a very musical family. My mother was a music teacher. Uh, we all played different instruments. She taught piano. She was professionally trained in piano. But then the, the not so good, not feeling so good part is that my dad was physically and emotionally abusive. And so when he treated me like I wasn't wanted, I wasn't accepted and said all these terrible things to me, of course, that made me miserable. My family was miserable, but I, I decided that I wanted to create my own reality. I didn't like Uh, living on the farm where I felt kind of like isolated and I couldn't really quite get away from the way I was treated by my dad. My mother didn't defend me, but what I could do was go to my room and I could create this magic with my pen on the paper and I could write stories where I was the main character and I had a different life and I, I included my friends and We went on these amazing journeys in Paris and New York City and anywhere else that wasn't uh, rural North Dakota where I grew up. Um, And not that there's anything wrong with rural North Dakota. It can be very beautiful. But at that time, it felt very isolating. And the uh, as I continued to write, I I noticed that I was developing a gift and people were starting to tell me I had whole notebooks full of writing. I had a callus on my finger from writing so much. And I wrote every chance I could get on the school bus when I was at, um, even sometimes during recess, any chance I could get, I was creating and writing and, and singing. I sang in church and I sang anywhere that I could in, in school choirs in traveling choirs. Uh, but this, so this place of darkness actually took me to, I allowed it to take me to a place of light that I could share with the world and use that to empower other people. Um, but I am really, you know, breaking a lot of my silence by publishing this book, I sang anyway, because I suffered for many years in silence. I didn't tell anyone about the abuse. I thought that I had to keep it inside like a secret. And it really caused me more suffering that way and didn't allow for the healing. And so now I'm excited to share my story with others. I think other people will see themselves in parts of my story 
And also I offer at the end of each chapter, each chapter has a musical title, by the way, at the end of each chapter, I have healing wisdom and questions for reflection. So this book isn't just about me and my journey. It's also about the reader and how you can apply the healing wisdom to your own lives. So you'll be helping not only yourself, but other people. That's yes, that's right. Yeah. And Rachel, your memoir is entitled, I Sang Anyway. Rachel, what inspired you to write this book? Well, I, as I mentioned, I have been writing since age 12. It has always been a dream of mine to publish a book. And then, you know, I mentioned that I experienced my dad's abuse. I also turned to uh, food for comfort. So I became overweight. I was very insecure uh, for a long time. And then unfortunately, I mean, there was a series of events that happened. I describe everything in the book. Uh, there was a sexual assault in college. And then I would say that the heat really turned up in my life in 2020. And can't we all relate to that? Of course, the pandemic happened. But on, on top of that, on top of the pandemic, we had a crisis in my family. And uh, basically to boil it down into um, just a, a few sentences, instead of spending hours describing it to you, you can read about it in the book. Basically, the uh, mother of my stepkids is what you would call high conflict. Unfortunately, some people may use the word narcissistic. And she was very abusive to my stepkids. I reported this for years. Nothing was really done about it. And then finally, when action was being taken to place my stepdaughter full-time to living with my family, with my husband and I, of course, the mother didn't like this. She didn't want to give up the control. And so she unfortunately coached her daughter, my stepdaughter, to tell a lie, to falsely accuse my son of rape. And so she went to the professionals about this. And then there was a detective investigating in my living room. And at the time, my son was only 12 years old. Um, or 13 years old. Yes, he was 12 years old. And it was traumatizing because he was almost crying. And uh, also the mother of my stepkids, she unfortunately strangled my stepdaughter. And so all these things happened. My stepdaughter ended up going into a mental health facility three different times. Uh, and then my stepson, didn't talk to us for about six months because he believed what his mother was saying, even though it was definitely not true. So we went through so much trauma that I was in physical pain. I was suffering. And I thought this can go on no more. I need to learn how can I overcome this? How can I heal? And then how can I teach other people how to do the same thing. 
because again, this is not just about me. It's very important for me to empower women, to empower others. And so I went on a healing journey as I described in this book, and I learned how to reconnect to nature and how to do healing rituals and then how to let go of my anger. Because of course I was so angry that these things had happened. I didn't cause them to happen. They were beyond my control. And just like is you know, it's happening in the state of the world. Now we have these things like war that make us so upset, so angry. And we're like, what can we do about this? This is terrible. I don't want this to happen. And then we can go back to how can I personally be peace? How can I embody peace? And how can I share that in the world? And Part of doing that is in letting go of all of the anger of all the rage. And actually before all of this happened, I did not understand the rage of war, but the mother of my stepkids taught me what that means and then how to let it go. It was actually a very, in the end, uh, when I understood how to heal from everything, it was a very moving experience. And I learned so many amazing lessons along the way because of this experience. So yes, I, I went through some terrible things, but I'm very encouraged and inspired and wanting to pass this on to others because it is possible to heal and to move on. You'll always remember what happened but there is a way to let go of the toxicity in your heart to allow the joy to come into it again. Wow, Rachel, I like I was shocked. It's when we talk about kids, everything gets more emotional and different because they are innocent and they cannot fend for themselves. I went through so many emotions, so much anger, and I, I was always raised to be like the good quiet, kind person. And those things have a time and a place, but I could not be quiet anymore. And I knew that the truth had to, the truth would set me free. Of course. I mean, it's a cliche, but it's true. And I also believe very strongly that by me speaking my truth, I can encourage other people to do that same thing. You don't have to hide in the quiet, in the fear. You can tap into the power of your heart, of your own divine light, and then share that with others and, and make the world a better place through your own presence. Yes. And Rachel, you are very passionate about inspiring moms and stepmoms and everyone. Yes. How did you prepare? What was the process for you? Yeah. So the process was that uh, in 2020, when so many of these terrible things that I described were happening, I hired a life coach. Her name is Iman Gadi. She's from Alberta, Canada. She's an absolutely wonderful, phenomenal person. And she is actually a grief recovery specialist. Mm -hmm. She knows how to recover from grief more than anybody, because 
mean, she has her own dramatic story, but she saw her father murder her mother in front of her when she was seven years old. And so I knew that she, if anybody, would be able to help me through these very trying times. And she did. She absolutely helped me. She um, was my life coach. I am a certified life coach, but every life coach also needs a life coach. And she, she was wonderful. And as we were talking about my goals, I mentioned, you know, I have always wanted to write a book and she said, well, you're in luck because I'm teaching this course on memoir writing. And I would love for you to be a part of it. It's called write your heart out and it's happening soon. She gave me all the details. I was very excited. I signed up. She taught me absolutely everything I needed to know. She told me about her publisher that she had used called Publish Your Purpose Press. And that is a publisher that I ended up going with as well. I have, uh, so actually, let me go back to the course that Iman taught. So I went through the course and she warned us in the class that sometimes it will be very difficult writing your own story because you are reliving the emotions of what happened. And she told me about that and I believed her, but it wasn't until I was going through the process of actually writing out the words. I had pieces of the book, but I didn't have a lot written. Um, When I started to really dive in and expand on the, on my stories, I definitely found myself crying sometimes I found myself needing to step away. Sometimes I would have to step away and come back to that part of the story three or four times. I would sometimes need to take a week off of writing, but whatever I did, I used music in my writing as part of my fuel and inspiration. I often listen to um, a producer, a musician called Novo Amor, who is Welsh. He is amazing. And I love his music. Um, so I listened to the music, but then I also used some of my anger from the past, some of that rage that I had as fuel. And I turned it into this story must be shared with the world. I cannot be silent about this. And this must be out there to help other people. So I used the music, I used the rage of the past. And then I also used the joy. It was a very healing process to write the book. It wasn't easy at all. And even when I went through the editing process, I would say that was also equally painful because it, I had to essentially Uh, take it apart and put it back together in a way that made more sense for the reader. And so this, this is my book baby. That was very difficult for me to have to take it apart and, and maybe take out sections and add different sections. So anyway, that it was a, a difficult, but enjoyable process. And then I hired uh, Publisher Purpose Press to guide me through the process. And Bailey Morse, a big shout out to her. She was my coach from Publisher Purpose Press who helped me along every step of the way. And then Jen T. Grace uh, helped me with the marketing. 
of my book. So the two of them have really been such great supporters and helped me to be able to press the publish button and share I Sang Anyway with the world. What, what are the feedback you're having from your readers? Yes, I'm getting amazing feedback. Uh, I have a mixture of emotions because of course, like my parents didn't want me to publish the book. Actually, my mother asked me not to publish the book. And of course, that's my mother. I feel like I should honor that at first. But then what I told her was, I understand your concern. I mean, I, I expected that she would probably not want me to publish the book. I said, I understand your concern, but this is my time and I'm ready for the next step. And uh, she read my manuscript before it was published. I said, are you going to disown me? But she, she didn't. She said, no, you're still my daughter. Um, but I've been getting amazing feedback. I have at least 10 five-star reviews on Amazon, but I've had people message me individually and they tell me, Rachel, thank you so much for writing this book. I feel so seen to be seen this way is so important to me. And I want you to know that, you know, this part and that part of your story that happened to me too. And so just thank you for telling your story this way. I'm inspired to share my story too. So I've had a few people tell me that they started writing their own books. It made me so happy. I had a few others tell me that they want to refer back to my book as many times as possible to um, keep reading the healing wisdom and applying it to their lives. So that that makes it all worth it. I feel like I've already achieved my goal. Yes, I haven't yet sold a million copies, pretty far off from a million copies, but I am so happy with already achieving that part, which was my main goal of the book to inspire others. Mm -hmm. And I'm very glad that you wrote this book. There are no many books about it, at least that I can recall. Yes, yes. I actually tried to uh, do a search online before to look for spiritual books for stepmoms. And I really didn't find too many. I think I maybe found one Christian book and that was about it. Um, but so my story, uh, and I won't get into it too much now, but I do describe how I grew up as a Christian and I still have respect for the Christian religion, but now I actually practice witchcraft in the form of healing and protection and blessings that that's all that I want for others. Um, I know that, and I wrote in my book that I knew that some people may disown me for saying that. Uh, they want me to be still in the Christian religion and not practicing witchcraft, but this is my truth. This is what resonates for me. And I respect people's beliefs. As long as they're not harming others, I think that they have the right to believe what they would like to believe. Are you currently working on anything new that you would like to share with us? Yeah, so I am working on several things. Uh, right now, I'm, I'm 
planning to write more books, planning to uh, record an EP, like I mentioned, but I'm, I've been working with a sound healing artist called Matthew Jado Duplessis. And he is a native American who's helping me to kind of tap into the um, ancient sounds uh, through voice, through healing. And this is teaching me more about relaxing and allowing. And then in addition to working on, on that spiritual music, I am uh, working on a journal. I don't know how soon it, it could be published, but uh, an illustrated journal. I have a friend who's an artist and I would like it to be a companion to my book so that if people want to answer the questions from the book in the journal, uh -huh. they can do that. And I may or may not include some of my writing from when I was 12 years old, when I used to fill notebooks, I might include some of that. Um, and then another goal for this year is I am planning to record the audiobook of I Sang Anyway for people who may not take the time to read the physical book or the ebook. Maybe they want to listen to the book while they're walking or riding in their car. And so that's for the, those people who prefer the audiobook. And are you going to sing on the uh, auto book as well? Yes, that is part of my plan. So when you record an audiobook, I found out it's a very involved project. You can hire other people to do the audiobook for you, but I feel it's extremely important for the message of my book that I record it in my voice. And I want to share some of my singing as well. I feel like that is much more powerful for the topic of my book. Yeah, I, I believe so. So let me know as soon as you publish your audiobook. I will. I will definitely. It will probably be at the end of this year. Mm -hmm. And Rachel, is there a message you would like to share with us? Yes. Uh, so I brought with me... I often like to pull cards from an Oracle deck, but I brought with me the brand new Rose Oracle by Rebecca Campbell. And I felt that it would be wonderful to share a message from spirit for the greatest good for any listeners. Let's see what comes up. So I'm going to uh, shuffle my deck and then bring a message for everybody. So just a moment while I breathe and come into the more of the present moment and I've already asked my angels and spirit guides for a message for the audience so the first card I, I like to read the cards individually and then as a whole the whole picture I drew three cards the first card is called the wastelands sustainability slow down tend to your garden And it, it, this uh, is a beautiful card that looks like it has sort of like a, a ballerina. Um, I know that you can't see it, but she is by water. And so this message is very ideal for this time to remind us to slow down and listen to our inner voice, to notice when we may need to rest 
and to tend to anything that you need um, to fill your cup. The next card is the rose thread, inner call, soul led, the mystic, living courageously. And this is a reminder that you're so much more powerful than you may sometimes give yourself credit for, that you have everything that you need within you already for this dream life that you have. You, it is already yours. It's on its way to you, but you just have to believe that and allow yourself to receive it. And then the final card is the rose without thorns. You have a right to your joy. Yes. I'm glad we got a card with joy in it. Peace, sweetness of life. So the cards together, they have a very gentle energy. They are a reminder to be gentle to ourselves and to share love with ourselves so that we can share that same love with others. We can be the peace, we can be the joy, and we can be the love. And that is exactly how we make the world a better place. You are talking about peace is what we most need. In this we need it world. so much. Yes. And we can be that peace. That's where it starts. Yeah. So Rachel, how can we find you? Yes. Uh, so you can find me on my website, rachelmerrill.me. That's R-A-C-H-E-L-M-E-R-R-I-L-L.me. You can find me on Instagram where I share some videos about healing on Wednesdays. That uh, name is at author.rachel.merrill. You can find me on Facebook at Rachel Merrill, comma, LLC. You can please subscribe to my YouTube channel, which is Rachel Merrill. And so I do have on my website where you can buy my book. It's available now online at Amazon, Books A Million, Barnes and Noble. And I've one of my personal favorites is bookshop because that helps you support your local bookstores. So go ahead, go to rachelmerrill.me or any of those websites that I mentioned, please get a copy of the book and leave a review for me. I would love to see how many reviews we can add to the 10 five-star reviews on Amazon. And I'm just really excited to uh, hear from anyone who reads my book. I hope that you're very blessed when you read it. Thank you, Rachel. I really definitely want to read your book and we are here whenever you want to show up again. You are very welcome. Oh, thank you. That means a lot to me. Thank you, Lucia. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to subscribe so you'll be notified when the next one is posted. Please rate this podcast and share it with your friends. Thank you for listening. And remember, relationships don't exist. Relating does. Until next time.